Cauldron FM. Online. The sound of magic. Enter Merlin. But beware. Do not interrupt his magic. Merlin. 
and welcome to another edition of Merlin's Magic and this is just in time for the summer solstice and that was the sound of Molly Unfaithful and a track called The Mistress. Free your mind. I've written this for those of my friends and family who don't exactly know what a pagan is or who may have grown up with misconceptions about who or what we are. Pagans and the rest of the world aren't all that different. We do not eat children. We do not fly on broomsticks, although it would save us a ton on gas prices. We do not worship a devil, nor do we believe or acknowledge a Satan. That is a Christian ideology. Catholics light a candle and pray. So do pagans. Catholics also have celebratory feasts on marked religious days. So do pagans. We have four main sabbats, and we celebrate the full moon cycle, which we call esbats. It is at these times that we celebrate the marked change of the seasons, the cycle of life and death, which we call the wheel of the year, and pray for the things we wish to have enter our lives. We honour those who have passed on before us, and those whom we know are going through struggle. Some Christians dance and sing at church during prayer. So do pagans. We enjoy a vast richness of artwork that denotes our history through the ages. We make beautiful crafts, create beautiful music, and we enjoy and learn from the diversity and practices of other cultures and pantheons. Pagans honour the sun that breathes energy into all living things, and the rain that nourishes them. We acknowledge the gentle summer breeze, and use the natural resources around us to heal, feed ourselves and our families. Many of today's religions and their rituals came from paganism. The five-star encircled pentacle means as much to us as your crucifix does to you. It has always been counted as very protective. In medieval times, it was used as a protection against demons, and it is worn, visualised or placed around the house by modern-day Wiccans to protect. It is a portrayal of the four magical elements under spirit. Earth, the lower left-hand corner, represents stability and physical endurance. Fire, the lower right-hand corner, represents courage and daring. Water, upper left-hand corner, represents emotions and intuition. Air, upper right-hand corner, represents intelligence and the arts. Spirit, at the topmost point, represents the One and the Divine. This, while encircled, is a magical diagram of the universe. The circle symbolises completeness or the all, and the five points are the components of this. All are equal and in balance. As above, so below. As with the universe, so with people. The whole person is made up ideally of all components in balance. You can see it makes the shape of a person, reinforcing the idea of both this balance inside ourselves and the law as above, so below. Magic to us is what miracles are to others.
Christians pray to a God who was once a living man on earth. Pagans pray to a goddess who many of you call Mother Nature. Christians offer fellowship. So do pagans and not only to those who have the same religious practices and beliefs as we have. We believe that God has no religion, that we are all children of the universe and we should treat others with the utmost love, kindness and compassion. So please, before you make a negative connotation about witches, and before you pass judgment, know what a witch is first, and know the person second before you judge. We aren't pot-smoking hippies who light candles and dance naked under the light of the full moon. Not all of us anyway. <laughs> We are nurses, we are midwives, we are lawyers, teachers, doctors, musicians, archaeologists, law enforcement officers, military, bankers, real estate and insurance agents. We are someone's brother or sister, someone's child or parent, someone's best friend. I know that there are a lot here on my friends list who know what I am and what I have always been and just quietly sweep my posts or comments under the rug. Thank you for your acceptance. Thank you for not trying to stuff your beliefs down my throat. Thank you for not following the flock that says, you're going to hell. After all, it is my salvation, and I have found it in my own spiritual way, just as you have with yours. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this, in order to understand what pagans really are. And thank you for loving me even though I do not attend your Mass, pray your prayers or obey your God. Spirituality is universal, and the universe knows what each of us hold in our hearts. Blessed be. And that was written by a lady called Crystal Garcia. And I would like to say thank you very much to Crystal for writing that. And I, I do apologise for the little changes that I had to make, but because this is a radio broadcast, it wouldn't make much sense if I'd used the words that she actually used in the context that they used them. So I hope you've enjoyed that little piece. If it's invoked any sort of feelings within you, then that's brilliant. And I hope that if you are listening to this and you are of the Christian faith or any other faith apart from the Wiccan faith or witchcraft, that it made you think a little bit about what we represent, what we stand for. And if you are one of our followers, that it's also made you think about what it means for you to be a witch or a Wiccan or a witch and a Wiccan, whichever way you look at it. You're listening to The Merlin on Colgen FM, The Sound of Magic.
was the sound of Steel Eye Span there with the track called The Dark Morris Tune. And that's taken from their album Wintersmith, which was released last year. And that was inspired by the book of the same name by Terry Pratchett, the late Terry Pratchett, unfortunately, because he passed away earlier this year as a victim of Alzheimer's. So now I'm going to take a bit of a look at A Book of Shadows, what it actually means and what it's all about. So A Book of Shadows is a book containing religious texts and instructions for magical rituals found within the neo-pagan religion of Wicca. Originating within the Gardnerian tradition of the craft, the first Book of Shadows was created by the pioneering Wiccan Gerald Gardner sometime in the late 1940s or early 1950s and which he utilised first in his Bricketwood Coven, and then in other covens which he founded in following decades. The concept of the Book of Shadows was then adopted by other Wiccan traditions, such as Alexandrianism. And with the rise of books teaching people how to begin following Wicca in the 1970s onward, the idea of the Book of Shadows was then further propagated among solitary practitioners unconnected to earlier traditions. Initially, when Wicca was still dominated by covens, only one copy of the book existed for an entire coven, kept by the high priestess or high priest. That rule has proved unfeasible, and it is now commonplace for all witches to have their own copies. In the various traditions that make up British traditional Wicca, copies of the original book composed by Gerald Gardner with the aid of his high priestess Doreen Valiente, along with alterations and additions that have been made since then, is followed by adherence. They have tried to keep the contents of this book a secret, although it has been published on a number of occasions by figures such as Charles Cardell, Lady Sheba and Janet and Stuart Farrer. In other Wiccan traditions and amongst a number of solitary practitioners, alternative versions of the book have been written that are independent of Gardner's original. Numerous associations and traditions have since grown up around the Book of Shadows. Traditionally, a witch's Book of Shadows is destroyed upon death. The concept of the Book of Shadows has subsequently appeared in popular culture, for instance being utilised in the American television series Charmed, and providing the title of films, musical albums and comics. However, in all these cases, it was taken out of its original Wiccan context. Making magical, mystical memories. Merlin.
Around the planet on the World Wide Web. The sound of magic. What is a goddess? A goddess is a divine female being of supernatural powers or attributes believed in and worshipped by people and is often believed to be the source of life and being and is worshipped as the principal deity in various religions. For thousands of years around our world, Ancestors are believed to have worshipped a divine and powerful mother goddess, who was honoured as the mother of all life. The goddess within and the goddess without. Where is the goddess? Does the goddess dwell within us? Is the still small voice of consciousness a manifestation of the deity within ourselves? For many, the goddess within provides an immense and satisfying intimacy with the inner goddess. Finding a connection to the divine within ourselves, seeking the strength of the goddess within to better our lives, can be a transformative, enlivening and empowering experience. The goddess within need not be confined to human form. Many cultures perceive the goddess as being within nature, in plants, trees, mountains and stars, each inhabited by a unique goddess spirit that is both mortal and immortal. For every star that dies, another is being formed in nebulous gases in the universe. For each plant or tree that dies, another is waiting to be reborn in the seeds of the previous. The spirit of the goddess becomes immortal in this energy and it always exists in uncountable forms. To others, the goddess is transcendent and exists outside ourselves. Here, the goddess becomes the universe, Gaia, Mother Nature, the Great Goddess or the Great Mother. The transcendent goddess 
is vast beyond measure, timeless and immortal, an unfathomable spirit that is at once everywhere and in all times. Many that walk the path of the goddess see the divine as both imminent and transcendent, believing that the goddess within can be called upon for strength and vision in facing the challenges of life, whilst also perceiving that the energy of the goddess exists throughout nature, where each fragment is the goddess. Yet no one fragment contains all, and she exists as a force beyond individual plants, animals and people. So I ask you this, where did the idea of the goddess come from? And if you can answer that, then please drop me an email to cauldronfm at mail.com because I would love to know the answer to that question. I was actually going to tell you on our Thanksgiving day that you are one of the things I was thankful for and how much Cauldron FM has and does still mean to me. I listen to it often and it's like coming home. Cauldron FM, where the magic really happens. Cauldron FM. Online. The sound of magic. We offer a reliable and friendly service at reasonable rates. Our slogan, we don't cut corners, we clean them, says it all. So if you want fresh clean carpets, give us a call on 07 530 630 001. The Carpet Fresh Man. After an hour working out in the gym, I really enjoy nothing more than relaxing with a healing massage therapy. Karen Fergaline of Little Birds is a fully qualified, fully insured massage therapist. But you don't have to go to the gym to enjoy one of the Little Birds treatments. You can enjoy an individual massage, reflexology or aromatherapy sessions. Or maybe you can host one of their pamper parties for you and a group of friends. Or you can organise yourself a group therapy session. To contact Karen, give her a call on 07 969 564 528. Email her at littlebirdsmassage at gmail.com or visit her website at littlebirds-holistics.co.uk. This is Celia, and you are listening to my brand new Sound Spirals album titled Shaman Journey that I crafted specifically for massage, meditation, and movement. It is so new that it's not even available in physical form yet, but you can download it right now by going to celiaonline.bandcamp.com. Blessed be, yeah. Thanks so much for listening, and thank you for being a fan. As the Fey Folk enjoyed the first event so much, a second North Devon Firefly Fairy Fair and Ball is being organised for Saturday the 18th of July. Entry to the fair is free and tickets to the fundraising ball are to adults for £10 each and £5 for children under 16. All proceeds of this fundraising event are going to the small school Heartland North Devon. There will be stalls, workshops and plenty more to entertain you, so we hope to see you there. For more information, go to the Facebook page or search for North Devon Firefly Fairy Fair and Ball 2015 in your search engine. 
See you there. Internet Radio. Colden FM, the sound of magic. section of the show we're going to start looking at the litha celebrations and what they actually mean what litha is all about itself maybe a little bit more who knows so with regards to litha itself the gardens are blooming and summer is in full swing fire up the barbecue turn on the sprinkler and enjoy the celebrations of midsummer 
also called Litha. This summer solstice Sabbath honours the longest day of the year. Take advantage of the extra hours of daylight and spend as much time as you can outdoors. Depending on your individual spiritual path, there are many ways you can celebrate Litha, but the focus is nearly always on celebrating the power of the sun. It's the time of year when the crops are growing heartily and the earth has warmed up. We can spend long sunny afternoons enjoying the outdoors and getting back to nature under the long daylight hours. As Litha approaches, you can decorate your home and keep your kids entertained with a number of easy craft projects. Celebrate the sun's energy with an elemental garden, a fiery incense blend, and a magic staff to use in ritual. If you are a pagan who's into gardening, you might want to consider planting an elemental garden. The four classical elements are often associated with pagan and Wiccan spirituality, so why not incorporate them into your gardening? Litha is a great time to work on your garden, so if you haven't got out there digging in the dirt yet, now's your chance. The sun is at its peak, the earth is nice and warm, and plants are growing all around. Move some of your existing plants, or put some new ones in, and create an elemental garden by connecting different parts of your garden with the four elements. You can also add a little bit of magic into your life each year, and here's how to get started. Before you plant anything, you'll need to figure out how much space you have to work with. Ideally, you'll want to make your elemental garden in a circle. To make a circle in your yard or garden, figure out first where you want the centre to be. Mark the centre by driving a temporary stake into the ground. Next, figure out what diameter you want the circle to be. Using a piece of string tied to the top of the stake, walk around in a circle, marking the perimeter. You can do this with birdseed, a handful of dirt or anything else you like. Once you've marked the circle, turn over the soil. Although it's good exercise to use a shovel, it's also back-breaking work. If you've got a large space to cover, you may want to invest in a good rotivator. Once you've tilled up the soil, figure out which way is north. You can do this easily with a compass, or if you know where the sun rises and sets, it shouldn't be too hard to determine which way is east and which is west. After you've figured out your directions, divide your circle into quadrants, so that each direction has one quarter of the circle. Mark your spaces with stones. And hand fasting season is here. June is also a traditional time for weddings. But if you're pagan or Wiccan, a hand fasting ceremony may be more appropriate. Now let's just take a wee break there and just have another piece of music and then we'll come back to another thing which is seven ways to use beach magic. So I'll see you on the other side of the next track from Celia Ferran. Turn your mind on Drop into your mind 
That was Celia Ferran and a track called Drop In. And what a superb track that is. I really, really fell in love with that when I first heard it. So I hope you've enjoyed it as well. Now, seven ways to use beach magic. One of the most popular summer pastimes in the world is the journey to the beach. For some people, it's an annual event in which you load a carload of children and sand toys into your car Everyone drinks too much beer and the whole family comes home sunburned and cranky. It doesn't have to be that way though. The beach can often be a magical and spiritual place. Think about it. It's a spot where all four of the elements converge. The water of the ocean crashes on the shore. The sand is warm and dry beneath your feet. The wind blows in off the coast and the fire of the sun blazes down down on you. It's sort of a combination platter of all sorts of magical goodness, right there waiting for you. So why not take advantage of it? Here are seven ways that you can benefit from the magic of the beach. Before the crowds arrive, when the morning is still new, go for a walk on the sun at sunrise. Take a small bottle or bag with you, fill it with sand and bring it back home for magical workings that incorporate all four elements. 
Do the same with a bottle of ocean water. You can also use your bag of sand to cast a circle once you get back home, or as a substitute for graveyard dirt in magical workings. Gather seashells to bring home with you. Seashells are associated with protection, particularly of the home. After all, a seashell is basically a protective, portable house for some lucky little crustacean. Take them home and position them around your property or use them to create a protective amulet for your pets or vehicles. Seashells are also a symbol of the love goddess Aphrodite, so use them in workings related to love and passion. Have you got someone negative in your life that you'd like to banish? Write the person's name in the sand near the water and then let the tide wash it away. In many magical traditions, nine is a sacred number. If there's something you need to be rid of, write it on a stick or a piece of driftwood. Focus your intent for the count of nine waves and on the last one, Throw the wood into the ocean as far as you can, letting the waves take your problems far out to sea. Use seashells or bits of driftwood for divination. You can use the suggestions at stone divination for ideas on which symbols to draw or paint on your stones or wood. You can use the ocean's gifts to make a protective witch bottle. Unlike traditional witch bottles that contain urine or vinegar, along with sharp pointy objects like razors and rusty nails, use the things you find on the beach. Gather sharp bits of shells, pokey pieces of coral, stray shark's teeth, broken beach glass and other bits of detritus that have washed up on the shore. Fill the bottle with sand and seawater and use it to protect yourself against psychic attack. Does your favourite beach have a lighthouse? A lighthouse is designed specifically to guide sailors in from the sea. If you're in need of guidance and need a beacon to direct you back into the right navigational waters, try doing a meditation that focuses on the lighthouse. Depending on whether it's accessible to the public or not, you may wish to sit at its base or even circle it a few times as you meditate. If you can't get to it though, don't worry. Find a quiet place on the beach to sit, keeping the lighthouse in view, and imagine that beacon of light guiding you home.
around the planet on the World Wide Web. Internet Radio. This is the siren's cry I want to find my beloved man Each night I sing for him Praying for his return And embracing Can you hear me? Can you find me? It's true. I am the siren of your heart. It's true. I want to spend my life with you. Can you hear me? Can you love me? It's true.
There seems to be a bit of confusion lately on whether paganism or Wicca or even black or dark magic has anything to do with Satanism or devil worship. The answer is absolutely no. Paganism predates Christianity, Judaism, Islam and most all modern religions by thousands of years. Pagans and Wicca do not believe in the devil. The devil is a Christian concept. We cannot worship something we do not even believe in. Devil worshippers must first be Christian to believe in the devil, then turn against their god. A pagan is a person who worships nature. A pagan will have many gods, or they will not have any gods at all and just worship nature. They do not have a soul god, as in the devil. When we use magic, we use it along with nature. We are not greedy and use it for what we need. We try to keep a balance. We recognise our dark and our light, our good and our bad. Black magic or dark magic goes against nature. It is usually used for personal gain or power at the expense of others and is not something Wiccans encourage. But even black magic is not in any way devil worship or a part of any satanic workings. Wiccans live by a code which says do what you will, but harm none. The devil or Satan does not come into any aspect of witchcraft or Wicca. We do not recognise the devil as being real. We do not believe in hell or sin and Wiccans don't believe in the idea of hell or Satan as they can take away accountability of one's own actions. How many times have you heard someone say the devil made me do it or worse a murderer, rapist, mob boss or other evil person confide in a clergyman in prison to ask for forgiveness to convert to Christianity and they are given an absolution, and presumably a key to heaven. In Wicca, there is no go-between. Your actions are your own, and you do not escape paying your debts, whether you do so in this life, in the shadow world, or in the next life. Wicca is a peaceful religion that works with the balance of nature and the great wheel of life. So if anyone tells you any different, a priest a shaman, a parent, a friend, a teacher, or a partner. They are wrong. Blessed be. Well, that brings us almost to the end of this uh, rather strange broadcast from Cauldron FM. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, I know I've certainly enjoyed putting it together. It's been a challenge. 
Naturally, I would like to thank everybody that's contributed, particularly from the website, The Goddess and the Green Man. Also, the musicians who've been featured. If you wanted to get in touch with Cauldron FM, then you all you have to do is drop us an email to cauldronfm at mail.com. We're also on Twitter, at Cauldron FM. Facebook, we're Cauldron FM, and Cauldron FM, The Sound of Magic. So there's loads and loads of ways to get in touch with us. So in the meantime, I'd like to say thank you very much for listening. Wish you love and light, and blessed be from me, the Merlin. Bye-bye now. Cauldron FM is a Moonshadow Media production. Yes, one take! Ha <laughs> ha!